Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Could these study results apply to your life? If you or a loved one are living with HER2-positive metastatic breast cancer, take a look at the data for a clinical study where 50% of eligible people with HER2-positive MBC lived over two years without their tumors growing or spreading. Visit her2results.com to learn more. State Farm is committed to being your top choice when ensuring the things that matter to you. My Cultura podcast host, Dramos, also believes in the power of financial knowledge. That's why he makes sure to share his financial tips on his podcast, Life as a Gringo. We all deserve to be living the life that we want to live. But how do we do it in a responsible way that we know we can afford it? For me, if I have to buy it on a credit card, if I can't pay that card at the end of the month, I can't afford it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at es.statefarm.com. State Farm is a proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Oh, uh, Mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. Look, I don't know if this is an emergency episode or an urgency episode. I do know that on October 14th in Las Vegas, at Vinyl, at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, me and G Monetti will be live. The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast World Tour. It's going, it's going, and it's coming to a city near you. Yeah. We'll be in Vegas on October 14th, and then... On Sunday, October 16th, we're at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona, okay? The world tour continues. Tickets are available at www.iamrappaporttour.com. Please come out. We're going to get nuts in Vegas. For sure. We're going to get nuts. I'm trying to become an ordained minister and marry somebody during the show Dang. in Vegas on the 14th. That's going to be hot. It's, it's going down. The 14th of Las Vegas, Nevada at Vinyl. The 16th at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona, www.iamrapporttour.com. All right, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. Ah, oh, man, this is going to be, this is going to be a magical episode. I can feel it. I can feel it. I'm in here with G Moody. <clears throat> Last name rhymes with duty. Uh, you resented that when I first said that, and now it's a catchphrase of yours. Yeah, a lot of people like it. But when I first said uh, G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, you, you, you look like you didn't like it. Now, since it's a catchphrase, one of the many catchphrases of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, I was actually on the streets of New York the other day on um, Christopher, no, not Christopher, Church, Church Street, Church downtown. Yeah. And someone said, Where's G. Moody? Last name rhymes with duty. Yeah, it's a hit. So, you're welcome. Uh, my name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, the only non-fact-checking podcast entity in the business. How you feeling, Mr. Moody? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, <clears throat> Want to give a birthday shout-out to King Asiatic, Nobody's Equal, uh, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, Iconic uh, MC in music, not just hip hop music, in music. There's only a few guys like that. Rakim, Kane, we're synonymous with excellence. Happy, happy, happy birthday to Big Daddy Kane. You remember when, when we were in Los Angeles, I think it was 89 and his second record came out. It's a Big Daddy thing. Yeah. And... 
we drove past the Tower Records on Sunset Boulevard, and they had, you know, like all the different acts. It was like Madonna and, you know, Guns N' Roses, and they had all the billboards outside. And I remember driving up to that shit, and they had Big Daddy Kane out there, and we were like, oh, shit, yeah, look at Kane. the billboard, yeah. And that was good because hip-hop wasn't, as, wasn't mainstream, so to see that billboard looming over Sunset Boulevard was like, that's when you knew some, yo, this shit's turning the corner. And I was, I was bugging off of that album and, and the fact that it was out there. And we were rocking that Hell shit yeah. over and over and over Everyone and over. was. Absolutely, Big Daddy Kane, happy birthday. I, I think I told this story before on, uh, on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but I'll tell it once, once again. I met Big Daddy Kane for the first time about, shit, maybe six or seven years ago. It was at a screening for a movie. And I, I went up to him and I was just like, oh, sh-. you know, I just was spilling my my fucking blubbering, blabbering fan all over him. Uh-huh. And he was like, peace, peace, you know, and he gave me his business card. And on the business card, all it said was Big Daddy Kane with a phone number. And I was like, oh, shit. Of course, that's what it's been. Like, it was so cool the way he <laughs> did the shit. Right. I saw Big Daddy Kane perform as a backup a backup performer, backup dancer, backup MC to Bismarcky two or three times before his first album. I saw him do it at Union Square. I saw him do it at Latin Quarters in New York City. And then and then he came out and I was like, oh, shit. Yep. So, I mean, he's one of the most influential. Jay-Z will be the first to tell you. without Why you think when Jay-Z performed at Barclays the first time he brought out Big Daddy Kane? Yeah. Without Big Daddy Kane, there's no Jay-Z. One yeah. of the most important influential MCs Ever. Yeah. He got the torch <clears throat> and he finished the race. Finished the fucking race. Yeah. And gave it to somebody else and, well, we don't know. So happy birthday to Antonio. Hardy. The name of Antonio was gave to me. <laughs> one of the best voices, one of the best deliveries. Word. Puns. Dic- diction. Clarity. Humor. Yep. Consciousness. Yeah. When you think of conscious uh, rappers, he's not really brought up into that, but his name, King Asiatic. Asiatic, nobody's equal. He he was kicking young, gifted, and black. He was one of he was one of those guys. The smooth operator, suave shit kind of overshadowed it, but he was kick he was as conscious as anybody else. I love Big Daddy Kane. Word. Love, 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 love him. Brooklyn. Happy birthday. The big father. Nah, don't even bother. All right, I want to I want to talk to you about this, Mo, Monetti. So, we're we're gonna go into the whole post game reaction of nine eleven, uh, the players and their responses to playing NFL game on Sunday nine eleven the fifteenth. I don't even know kind of anniversary. It's not an anniversary. Right. Anniversary seems like a celebration. The fifteenth year since the attacks on uh, the uh, World Trade Center. The other day, I posted a tweet that really uh, got everybody, not everybody, got a lot of people up in arms, created a a good conversation, and and I'm glad I tweeted it. I said, I'm going to read my tweet. Let me find my tweet. I said in a tweet a few days before 9-11, anybody that kneels on 9-11 is getting ILO'd and possibly dropped from my fantasy football team. Ooh. Think it through, fellas, dot, 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 for real. <laughs> and some people took offense to this. Uh-huh. Some people understood this. Some people, first of all, the tweets are, 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 are conti- how many words are in a tweet? 140 words. There was obviously an amount of seriousness in this. But anytime I'm mentioning ILOs, there's also a, fun, uh, a funness to it. And yeah. when I'm mentioning fantasy football, then we're not going into reality. But... I sincerely stand by what I said. If you listen to episode 201, we talked in depth about our support and our collective support for Colin Kaepernick and what he's trying to do and his point of view. I've already acknowledged that. But 9-11 is different. And this is what concerns me about this taking the knee during the national anthem. Because taking the knee during the national anthem, could potentially divide and misconstrued 
why you're taking the knee in the first place. So we have 9-11. We don't need to articulate what's so important right. and what's so sad about that day. And then we have this thing that's current that's been going on for years with black men, black women, and people being mistreated by the police, which is the crux of Kaepernick's taking the knee right. situation. Yep. The two things are different. What we're getting into now is because the national anthem is, is, is such a polarizing thing, and because 9-11 was such a heartbreak devastation for all of us, we're, we're, we're getting into a slippery slope because it's like, well, what's more important? What stance is more important? What uh, tragedy is more important? And that's not good. Right. Is uh, 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 black uh, people being uh, killed by the cops more important than 9-11? Of course not. Of course not. Is 9-11 more important than the, the, uh, the tragedies that are happening to, to people by the police? Of course not. But, but this is what is concerning to me. That now it's starting to be like, well, if you're not on one side, you're on this side. If you're not on this side, you're on... No. The end goal is all the same. You're going to sit down in front of police officers and 9-11 first response people and kneel in their faces? I guess so. Yo. I guess they're making a bold stand, but... We're going to see. Because because now it's become like a trend. We're going to see in three weeks. And then motherfuckers on Twitter and social media tried to come at me and talk some bullshit. About, and I say to you, you motherfuckers that try to pop shit, what are you doing? You're on Twitter. and What are you doing on Monday at work? <laughs> right. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> you sitting there, yeah, sit down, Kaepernick. Sit down, Brandon Marshall of the Broncos. And when Brandon Marshall of the Broncos... Uh, uh, loses his sponsorship like he did, and then Brandon Marshall of the Broncos starts sort of, sort of getting scooped. What are you going to do for Brandon Marshall of the Broncos? You ain't doing shit. And here's another thing. A couple of motherfuckers tried to say, oh, Mike Rapp, you try to be down. You try to be down with the black people until it's not comfortable for you, or you're a culture vulture. And I say this. <laughs> I've done more for this. If you're talking the culture of hip hop, I say this to anybody who got anything to say about, oh, Mike Rapp, you're a culture vulture. Me, I have done more for this culture that you want to talk about hip hop than you will do your entire life. I did more last Tuesday than you will do <laughs> your entire life. My career, the way I speak, this podcast, my honesty, the movies I've done, the documentaries I've done. I've done more when I got a cup of coffee this morning than you'll do your whole life, culture vulture. Because I'm white? Get the fuck out of here. I've been to places you've never been, and I could go places you could never go today, motherfucker. Culture vulture. You wasn't doing shit. <laughs> My resume of work is, is, is a support of this quote-unquote culture. The work, the, 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 the type of movies and the type of characters that I've chosen to take is more for this culture than you will ever do in your entire life. You could suck that culture vulture dick. Say that to anybody who can. Anybody want to argue with me? Argue with me. Hit me up. Look over my resume, just my work. Listen to 200 episodes of this podcast. I've done more, spoken out more. We could agree to disagree. You want to kneel on 9-11? Go ahead and kneel on 9-11. Go to the firehouses around New York City and kneel in front of the firehouses. Kneel in front of these firemen whose family and brothers were killed. You want to kneel? You could kneel. You could do all these other protests all you want. You, you don't have to kneel on 9-11. You want to kneel on 9-11? Why you ain't standing up and talking shit in front of the media? And if you don't kneel, if you're a black man and you don't kneel, does that mean... You're a sellout? Does that mean you, you don't support the culture? Does that mean you don't dis, dis support the cause? If you're black and you're not kneeling, what does that mean? Right. Because rest assured, more of these athletes will not kneel. And that doesn't mean they're not down, they're not supporting shit. You mean just for they just, they No, no, I'm just saying just in general. A lot of athletes don't, will not be like, yo, I, I'm down, I'm support, right. I do all that shit. I don't, I don't want to kneel. I don't want to kneel during the national anthem. Right. And it's not choice. for being scared. Right. It's a, just they don't feel that that is the way they want to articulate yourself. You want to kneel, that's your freedom of speech. 
That's your, your, your freedom of, of expression. Right. And I want to say on 9-11, my freedom of expression is I don't fucking agree with it. Right. And I don't agree with it in New York particularly, and particularly uh, as a New Yorker, but the whole world was affected by that. Because on 9-12, you motherfuckers was waving the flag and doing all that shit just 15 years ago. Now the flag ain't this and this flag. And, and, and when the shit hits the fan, you're going to be fucking looking for help. To the same people you're saying you're 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 disrespecting on 9/11. Fuck you. Suck my motherfucking culture vulture dick. <laughs> I stand by whatever the fuck I say. I'm easy to find. I'm easy to talk to. I don't back away from any of the shit I say. And yes, I'm my Elwin motherfuckers. And if I want to drop motherfuckers because I don't like them on my fantasy team, they're getting fucking dropped too. I really want to hear your opinion on what I just said, Mr. Monetti. Uh, as far as the 9-11 thing, it's, um, it's separate. Uh, but, from, but for some people, it's not because people, I think people got real wild my opinion, up. My Go opinion ahead. is shit is separate. That was Explain a, yourself. What do you mean is it separate? It's a separate. It was a terrorist attack on the United States. Happened in New York City. When that happened, the whole city, the whole country got behind each other, got behind the United States and, you know, it, it's, it's something that really resonates with New Yorkers as far as, yo, that was an awful day. That was terrible. And it's separate from the protests about the treatment of uh, black people, Hispanics in America. That's a separate thing on that day. I think that's a separate thing. So, so what do you think about athletes potentially kneeling on, I'm talking They're not sp- kneeling I'm for... Talking speci- no, I'm talking uh, specifically on 9-11. I, I, we, we already addressed that but, we were in support. I already... Sp- right. I'm not even saying we... I'm speak for myself. I already articulated on episode 201 of this here podcast. I went on fucking... Talk about culture vulture. I went on fucking TV last week right. on Good Morning Football <laughs> and dropped, dropped jewels and dropped knowledge in support of, of Colin Kaepernick. Right. On TV. Right. Culture vulture. The fuck out of here. Yeah. Corny ass but they, motherfucker. But, but, but they, they, they're not going to... Motherfuckers are not going to separate that shit. They're going to kneel. Some are going to kneel anyway and say, listen, we down with 9-11. We down with the, the servicemen and the, fire, the, the cops, the firemen. But the brutality of the black Americans and the minorities in this country doesn't take a day off. So we're kneeling for that. But of course we support, but the only reason why they're kneeling is because, yo, they want America to be great, greater. I, I get that. And I, it's not, has nothing to do with dissing motherfuckers on 9-11, but they just going to kneel because, yo, somebody getting killed, unarmed motherfucker getting killed today. It happens every 28 hours. My, my, my concern about this, 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 this protest during the national anthem is now the, the seed is planted, fans are going to start sitting. Other fans are going to be... Motherfuckers are going... Mark my words. They're going to be fighting in the stands. Yeah. They're going to be fighting in the stands because other people are going to be sitting. Other people are going to be sitting. And that's what's going to happen. That's why I'm concerned about this particular... Because it's it's like you're choosing a side over what's more important. And that's not what... That's not what... That's not the issue of what's more important, right. what's worse. We're, we're like bargaining. We're having a pissing contest over tragedies, like a tragedy pissing contest. And, and that's my concern. That, that's what I'm concerned about, about this. And, and also, this, this whole kneeling thing, like I guess Kaepernick set off, but what, what, what were motherfuckers, these same people that are talking all this shit? What were they doing? What were they doing before Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. I don't know. And what yeah. are they going to do if Colin Kaepernick says, you know what, I'm going to evolve uh, my protest and I'm not going to need. Oh, then you're going to. Oh, they'll be. Then sh- what are you going to do? They're going to shit on Kaepernick. Right. They're going to shit. But you're not kneeling. I want to see these same big mouths on Monday at work. <laughs> what they're going to do with their jobs when their boss, white, black, Puerto Rican, whatever the fuck he is, tells them what to do or whatever. You, you, here's, where, here's where we need to. Go instead of the flag. Go at the administrators, the the judges, the prosecutors who caused this shit. Right. That's the people, the judges, the prosecutors, the system. 
That's who caused all of this. Where, where, where they let people go and it just festers and festers. And then riots. Right. And then you change the system. Baltimore, Ferguson, and there's going to be many more. I gave the solution. Justice Department should just randomly fucking go to all around the nation and check out the police departments. Right. Randomly. That's how you fix it. Right. That's how you fucking fix it. Right. Because all over this country, rap, it's, it's, it's a powder keg. It's smoldering. Yeah. There's another riot coming. Why? Not because motherfuckers ain't got shit to do. Right. It's because this, this, this has been going on for years. I, I agree. I, anybody would riot. I agree. Not just blacks, Hispanics. Let that shit happen. Jewish people. Right. We in, that, it, in that situation, right. in that same shit, let, let, let a bunch of Jewish men get yanked out of their car and their head bashed around up here on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. See what happens. And, and the people who did it, get, get off. Right. Guarantee you, after a while, you'll see Jewish people in the streets. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is the same thing. It's like I get it. I just specific, the, 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 the protests and all that, I just specifically am talking about how you... How you, you wrap your head around kneeling in front of, especially in New York, because I'm, I'm, I, I was at the game. I'm going to the Jets game, and I know it's going to be a big ceremony. You want to kneel in front of these men, these women, these kids who've lost their parents? Right, right, right. Yo, God bless right, you. Right. God bless you. God bless you right. if you want to if it, if it, if do that, do it. Go ahead and do it. And I, don't, and I don't have to agree with you. And it doesn't mean if I don't agree with you, I'm a culture vulture. Suck my dick. Or, oh, oh, you white privilege. Suck my fucking dick. Yeah. Suck my fucking Yo, this, dick. This is America. Because there's going be, to be more black football players who ain't kneeling on 9-11 than the ones who are. And to the ones who are standing, again, does that mean they're, they're sellouts, they're Uncle Toms? That doesn't mean that. No, it doesn't. Okay, so, but, but when it turns, see, that's why it's so quick, the race thing is so fascinating, because just, like, they could, motherfuckers turn to me, oh, we thought you, we knew you, Mike, I see you. Now, you don't see shit. Yeah, you don't know me, B. You fuck, you don't know me. Yeah. You don't know who I is. <laughs> I see you, that's like a little, I see you, you don't see shit. Yeah. Oh, Remy, you're really Remy for real. Get the uh, fuck yeah. out. They talking about movies and movies. shit. Movies, man, I somebody said, wrote that script, You're, you're a groupie. Yeah, groupy ass. Oh, you're really like the character in Bamboozle. Yeah, that that wrap that around your yeah. head. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I and tweet it, what I tweet. I don't get mad shamed or hate shamed. I don't back away. I stand in the pocket like Elway. Yeah, you stand. I stand right in the fucking pocket like yeah. Elway. Yeah, take that hit. Eli do, does that too. Take it. I've been where you never been. Where you can't go. <laughs> you can't go there today, culture vulture. Look me up. Let's Listen to 200 episodes. Look at, my, look at my work. My work speaks for itself. I've supported the quote-unquote culture that you now support by listening to garbage fucking mumbo-jumbo oh, hip-hop. Yeah, mumbo. The culture. The culture. You ruined the culture. Fuck out of here. The culture. With the mumbling. The mumbling. And you want to talk to me, the gringo man dingo. Me, Mr. White Folks. Where was me, you? White at, Mike. Where the fuck was you yeah, at? At Rooftop, Union Square, Latin Quarter. We can go You on. can't go where I've gone today in 2016, where I've been. Here's another thing I want to do. Matter of fact, we're going to make this a fucking emergency podcast, G. I'm flipping the whole thing. Okay. We're putting this out today. Let's do it. We're putting this out today. I want to bring this up. Mayor de Blasio, who I, I, to be totally honest, I can't really make or break a stance on what he's done or hasn't done right. for New York. I, 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 I can't make, it, make or break a, a, a take on it. The cops hate him. The cops hate him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I honestly can't make a, right. a, 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 a stance. I don't know. I've just started to pay attention to politics with this guy, D. Trump. That's real. I'm be honest. You see where you at. That's the sad, that's the sad truth. <laughs> that's the sad truth. I'm, I'm not focused enough on politics. 
uh, in the details of whether de Blasio's done a good job or not. But I want to I stay focused. The, 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 the festival, can you pronounce it, Mr. Moody? Juve. Juve. The Juve Festival this year, there was, there was a deadly shooting. There's been violence year after year. And now de Blasio is to blame. And, and I, I agree. Why do you agree that de Blasio is to blame? I've been to Juve in the past. Me too. And, uh, it's a great festival. It's a great festival. A lot of women walking around. Yes. And it's, it's right before the uh, West Indian Day Parade in Brooklyn. And it's been marred with violence in the past three or four years, successive years. And as the mayor, if I was in his shoes, I, I, I would say, since we've had ongoing violence, death at this particular thing before the parade, because of that, I'm the mayor. I think we're going to kind of reevaluate this and we're going to put this on a hiatus. But what, how is he responsible? He's the mayor. That, but how I just is, okay, going it. forward, how is he responsible for what happened last week? How, how is that Mayor de Blasio's fault that these fucking guys, that one guy will be at the party and, and, and so now he's arrested, he's sobered up and said, oh, he was, he was high, he was this, he cared. How is that his fault? That's not his fault. It is because he could have stopped this shit. That girl they, didn't have to get killed. Were, were they suggesting don't have the, 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 the festival before this happened? Last year. They, they said they, shut yeah, it they, down? The city council was suggesting, like, yo, it's so much violence. We need to address so this. So I say then shut it down. That's what I said. And, and what's the festival the next day? It's the West Indian Day Shut Parade. that down, too. No, no, no. And then, but, if he, but if he shut, because there's, be, there's been violence at that. So, but, so if he shuts that down, is he, is he uh, oh, you're, you're discriminating? The, the, oh, well, why don't you shut down the Thanksgiving Day Parade? Why don't you shut down the, the Easter Parade? No, they don't have killings. at the, Well, St. Saint, Patty's Saint be going wild. They, but they fight. The other, they don't, but, but, but what I'm saying is, is like, this is not here. They're like, oh, there's not enough cops. You can't control people shooting right. down off of roofs. This is a, a parade. I, this, I, this shouldn't be happening. So I don't no. have any support of the, or, or non-support for de Blasio. What I have is I don't see how this guy who go out during a, a public outing and shoot random people and shoot the wrong person and kill the wrong person, how that's anybody's fault except for that fucking asshole right. who did it. You're having a parade or a festival in the middle of a war zone. The gangs are, it's, this is their territory. They're fighting. This is a chance to get at my rival right. in the crowd. I could blend in. I see him. He has purple on. Right. Bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. So when you're having a fucking parade in a war zone, sadly, there will be casualties. Okay, so next Get it year- out of the fucking war zone. Okay, I say shut the parade down. Get Either that or get it out of the war no, zone. Shut the, how can they get it out of the war zone? It's, it's, it's out there because that's where the culture is most prominent in New York. Shut the parade down. I, hey, I'm or, with or, or let the people in the neighborhood deal with it amongst themselves. I'm, I'm with shutting shut it down. The, shut the Save parade down. Save motherfuckers' lives. Shut You're the parade You're the mayor. Down. Your job is to protect the citizens of New York. You shut, shut the fucking thing down. But I don't blame him for him, for the guy who shot the guy. Oh, no. The girl. What is he doing in the crowd with a gun anyway? It's a fucking parade. It's supposed to be a celebration. You got... Where's uh, your cotton candy and right. shit? And hot dogs. It's a parade. It's a festival. Drink some Coronas. Talk to some ladies. Try to bag them. Bring them home. Why are you so mean? Casper Mattresses is an award-winning company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumer's sleek, new design beds delivered directly to your doorstop in a small box. The Casper Mattress is available in six sizes and had a 10-year full warranty. It's made and stitched right here in the United States of America. Free two- to five-day shipping in the United States and Canada. Casper is so confident in the mattress that it'll give you a 100-night free trial with the mattress. And if you're not happy, Casper will pick up the mattress for free with a full refund. Okay, it'll donate 
or recycle the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a great night's sleep, a great nap on a lazy afternoon, go to Casper.com and save 50 bucks using the promo code Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. That's Casper Mattresses. C-A-S-P-E-R. Casper.com. Check it out. I sleep on one every single night and love it. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This award is earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did. What? No. 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 A crazed woman cut off a man's penis for not making eye contact with her doing, during sex. All those matter. <clears throat> a crazed, angry woman... <laughs> Cut off a man's penis for not making eye contact during sex. You can't blame him. His face is buried in a pillow. Number one, they have a picture of this crazed woman. Oh, yeah, she's a fish-eyed fool. She's cross-eyed as fuck. How do you know he wasn't looking at you? You can't see straight, lady. Right, cock-eyed. You got to look at this girl. I seen her. She got a dead eye. How do you know he wasn't looking you in the face? And maybe he doesn't like feel comfortable being that close to you and making eye contact with you because he doesn't know what you're looking at. <sighs> All loafs matter. Tip. She cut off the tip. <clears throat> <clears throat> All loafs matter. Word. Men are cutting off men's dicks. Women are cutting off men's dicks. This is not okay. All loafs matter. It's been ongoing. All loafs matter. This woman is... The sick fuck of the week. Congratulations. This is a, an award uh, that is earned, not given. She's in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Shania Jones attacked Bruce Fox in his home. He didn't make enough eye contact. She got a kitchen knife and cut my man's dick off. Damn. All loafs matter. You got to be a depraved. You know, nothing happens. Why are you cutting dicks off? <laughs> Nothing happens without a thought. So you got to think, I'm going to cut. Yeah, this is a thought out thing. That's gotta, not a spontaneous. Like, that's a th- well thought out plan. All shit. loaves matter. You should not be cutting dicks off any Ever. which way but loose. It's not okay. It is not okay. We all cringe. All right, this is another thing uh, that needs to be discussed. Uh, I don't know if we're calling this. I- I'm out of my mind right now. I don't know if this is an urgency episode or an emergency episode. But it's a damn good episode. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a slash. <laughs> the great country of Italy. Oh, I think I know this. This is, this is way out there. I think I know this. This is way out there. This is way where you go, like, yo, like, all your laws and all that. You need to just get in there and be able to, and be able to copy, paste, and delete, and change things. Yeah. Italy's highest court <laughs> has ruled... That masturbation in public is not a crime as long as it's not conducted in the presence of minors. Mm. This happened when a guy, a 69-year-old man, was caught choking the chicken. You can't wait till you get home? I don't understand that. I guess it's the thrill of motherfuckers seeing you. But how? I, I wouldn't even be able to get an erection outside. Whether you're not a sick fuck, thank God. Of course. Here's a question you should ask, listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Can you get an erection outside? Like and, in, in Times Square? Or just like, you know, on a casual Sunday in the park? If you can... You're get, a sick fuck. Seek help. If, if the thought of that arouses you, you need help. Word. But this 69-year-old man was caught choking the chicken in Cantana... Off of Sicily's East Coast. See, the mob, if the mob was still in effect, this, they would deal with this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, they'd chop his shit Right off. in Sicily. He was convicted after he was jerking off, let's just call it what it is, in front of students on a university campus. Oh, that's the thrill. 
However, blah, 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 his lawyers appealed the case to the country's highest court, which ruled on the side of the accused, but only just made the decision public. But after it was all said and done, the highest court ruled that masturbating in public is not a crime. See, see all the rules and the law, you should be able to go in there and use common sense and change the law. It shouldn't yeah. have to be run up the flagpole right, right, right. or what was written in 1872. Yeah. And yeah. Change the law. Change the law. Now they got these motherfuckers saying, oh, shit. Now a bunch of perverts and freaks. Oh, yeah, they're going to be they, doing they, it. Once they made it public, they like, oh, oh, we're going to have hella good time now. Yeah. It's out. We could be out in the street. It's not a crime. Yeah. They're going to be all over the highways, the tunnels. Just doing whatever. Skeeting. That's how you want to skeet? These are, you, these I, are, saw, I saw a guy once doing that shit. Jesus. And he drove off in the car. Yo, and, I want oh, to the get, NBA motherfucker did that, remember? <clears throat> Which one? <laughs> From Houston Rockets? I forgot his name. He got caught doing some crazy Sicko. shit like that. I want, I want to talk about uh, Allen Iverson yeah. and... Shaquille O'Neal and Yao Ming uh, and Cheryl Swoops. Were. A female got, Bernard King. All got inducted to the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame yesterday. Allen Iverson, man, I just, he's, I love this guy, man. Yes. He's so raw. He's so genuine. He's so, you get what you get. Right. There's no filter. Yeah, that's why I love him, man. And, 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 and I've said this before. Allen Iverson doesn't like public speaking. Allen Iverson looks the part. Allen Iverson is a shy, low-key dude. Yeah. He looks handsome, right. charismatic, but his personality is not of the person who shines in front of the public. That's why he was so misunderstood, misquoted, and mistreated by the media, because that's not, that's not what he does best. The polar opposite was Shaquille O'Neal, who's totally comfortable talking Bullshit. He's like, a, like I was like, like a Don Rickles performance. Right. He, he, his induction to the Hall of Fame, so comfortable. It's like a, like a, it's like a comedian right. doing like thirty-five minutes of a great spot at the Improv. Yep. Or the Comedy Store on Sunset Boulevard. Iverson, it's you're like crying and your heart's racing because you're watching somebody just expose himself. And and that was so so beautiful about the way Allen Iverson played. This this guy exposed his innards. Innards? Innards. Innards every night he played. That was an expression of who he is. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was a beautiful ceremony. Um, he brought hip hop into the Hall of Fame with him. He 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 said Jadakiss, Red Man. Just like he ushered it into the league. And he brought it with him into the Hall of Fame. Yep. And yeah. they were both great. Yao was great. I never watched a full Hall of Fame induction uh, uh, event. It was excellent. Yeah. I literally was crying. The way he talked about his wife, Iverson, the way Shaq talked about his kids and his two baby mamas. See, it doesn't have to be a, a World War Seven with the baby mamas. Yeah, were. You still can love them. And you can still uh, show them love in, in, in public. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be uh, a fucking, like the, like the Warriors showdown on the docks were. out there in and, Coney and Island. Still well. Stillwell Avenue. It ain't got to be like that. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. So it was a great Hall of Fame uh, uh, induction. Iverson, I love you, man. I love that dude. He's such an inspiration as, as just being who he is with, with, all the, with, all the, with all the flaws and imperfections. It's just, it's, which is what we all have. Which is what we all have. Right. And Shaq, the big Hall of Famer who's coming up on the podcast Potpourri episode along with many, many, many others. For sure. Amber Rose, all the ESPN podcasters, Abby Wambach, guy from the TED Talks, the guys from uh, Stuff Stuff You Should Know, uh -huh. and so on and so on. We had the pleasure of talking. You met Shaq. You saw him. You've never seen Shaq in person. I've never seen him in person. Talk to me about what it's like to be up close to Shaq and what his personality was like. And talk about just the physical stuff. Like, you could hear him coming, right? Right, right. Yo, it's just a massive man. It's like th that commercial, like the Green Giant, like Jolly Green. It's like massive and very, uh, very nice. A nice man. Right. Which, which is, is wild when you see the size of this guy. And you, but you can, you can feel his vibration, 
very friendly, very engaging. Shaq is that dude. And he's so comfortable in it. In it. Like, yeah. not everybody could be comfortable. Like, Kareem hated it. Yeah. And, 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 like, he hated being the center of attention. He hated being looked at. And, 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 and it was a burden. It was a burden for him. He talks about it. Right. And I'm sure others, like, giant people like that, you know, all have uh, deal with it differently. Because in a way, and I mean this, in no, it's like being a freak. And until you embrace it and adjust to it, like, you walk down the street when you're 14 years old and you're 6'5". Right. Word. That affects the way you see the world. Like you're getting looked at and gawked at. Yep. You're you're 17 and you're seven foot three, and your body is informed. You're like just a gangly seven foot three teenager. But Shaq was able to. He's just his personality. Like he's the closest thing that we have as a sports figure to Muhammad Ali in terms of like just and Magic Johnson just kind of a gratiating appeal. And and, and Shaq Shaq could do a lot of good things in the world. Right. If he chose to, like if he chose to, like really. I know he does a lot of good stuff. I just know he does. He's a good dude. He's such a sweet dude. Of course. G Monetti got a picture taken with him. You look like you were on a date with him. Yeah, yeah, right. You look like you. He was like, like you were a little, like a little, like he picked you up. Yeah. You yeah. look like a little fucking, like a little flower. Yeah, I was like a girl's height to that motherfucker. Yeah, you look like he had you like under his arm. Yeah, word. Damn. So it was a fantastic Hall of Fame induction uh, ceremony. Um, and, and I just love those are two of my favorite players of all time, man. I, I got to say something about my man, uh, the answer, Iverson. Go ahead. I just want to say it was good that he never changed. He was himself. And that's why he gets the respect that he does. Yeah. Because I don't think he can change. I think he just is who that, he that, is. And that's that's a good thing. Yes. That's a good thing. They try to fucking package these motherfuckers to be what they want. Right. But just if he's a pleasant person. Right. But he's come from the black culture, hip hop. He's gonna he's he's gonna be dressed like that. Right. So I'm I I I will say at forty something to a point. I'm glad you fucking showed up in this suit AI. Absolutely. He should have. If you had showed up in baggy jeans, I, 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 it would have been bad. You looked great. Good. He's from the bottom of the bottom. Yeah. Poverty. America's poverty. American poverty. An accused Florida killer who spent six days on the lam after escaping the courthouse tried to plead with the judge and say, Judge, I hope you don't take it personal that I escaped I have great respect for you I was out there trying to gather evidence during my escape to prove my innocence uh, I don't know anything about this guy's case but I fucked with this guy <laughs> because he's either nuts totally innocent or got a good hustle Wow! I like that he like tried to like talk to the judge like you got to what else you could do yeah you're going to railroad your ass anyway. Yeah. Might as well get your last words in. Yeah, but he did it in such a, like, mild manner. Like, he was, like, like almost, like, trying to get out of, like, detention. He's not trying to get out of detention. If he's convicted, this guy in Florida, uh, Deontay Raziel, he's, he faces the, the death penalty. That, right. That's not the breakfast club. That's not uh, Saturday morning detention. That's, that's the real McCoy. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, uh iconic group. De La Soul. Yes. For basically throwing a life preserver to the uh, uh, hip hop uh, art form, showing the world that, you know, guys still doing doing it the uh, the uh, authentic way. And um, it's good that it debuted number one. The anonymous nobody. Good for y'all. That's plug the one, plug two, plug three, Maceo. Yes. Paz. Dave. Good. Love the record. Love you guys. My son. We need more life preservers. We need Everybody more life preservers. Yeah. Kane. Come out. We love you. Rakim. Come out. Come out. Make an authentic, yeah. Yeah, make an authentic album. Yeah. The record will sell some and people will come see you tour. Right. Just make the record that you want to make. And don't, bring- don't, don't conform to the shit. And bring one of the mumblers on for a track. So, so we could juxtapose you and the mumbler. Please elaborate, Mr. Moody. Let Pete Rock premiere Dre do the beat. Rock him and the mumbler. Right. You get a verse and the mumbler gets a verse. 
There you go. <laughs> Man, it's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, it gets better. It gets better. Here's a, here's a sicko for you. Oh, what's up? A Nashville woman, 63. She's a fuming, still fuming white woman over the fact that Obama is in office. She had to be drunk. Cause Jesus. They still at it? <laughs> yeah, she, she had to be fucked up. I Because they had a picture of her. She looked, she looked like she was on that. She's what, 90? 63. She's white. But she's, I, I, I'm going I'm to give her the benefit of the doubt on the picture that she was drinking like, like Lysol or something because she looks crazy. But she told the police officer... She called him a fucking N-word, of spit on him. Of course. And she blamed it all on Obama. Of course. Now, the truth comes out when you start drinking Lysol, but there's no way that when you see the picture of this woman, Angela Flume, she wasn't sober. She looks buck wild, but uh, she, she was still, still upset. He's on his last days. Why are you still upset about? I told you, seeing that family in that White House boils them cats' blood. Because they think of black people in the worst way. They, we're the worst. How did this guy get in the White House? He's not from here. He's this. He's that. And then Trump comes on the scene and they get elated. Right. Trump comes on the scene insulting people. He's not talking about foreign policy. He's talking about blowing motherfuckers up. I'm gonna, they're going to pay for the wall. No, they're not. They're not paying for the wall, Trump. Trump. Trump made a speech the other day. He had a sit-down interview with Matt Lauer, who, who got crushed because he didn't go at him hard. This is why you need to have me interview him. G- give me all the facts. Matt Lauer did that bullshit before, remember? He got, he got, he got seduced. You got to go at Trump. Yeah. You got to bring the fight to Trump. You can't just sit there and be politically correct. You have to bring it to him. Trump, the other day, he said, oh, the generals that served this country, the the army generals and the the military generals, I would fire a bunch of them. You can't fire a general. There's only so many generals. This is a a position that is, uh, uh, this isn't Starbucks, the barista at Starbucks. You can't just fire a military general because you're the president. This is what he said. They, they, they asked him, he says he has a full-fledged plan to beat ISIS. And he said, oh, I'm not going to share my plan because if I share my plan, they'll know. Like, like this is like a yeah, game yeah. of fucking Ring Alivio. Right. And they'll whoa, know whoa, whoa, whoa. that you're going up against the world's greatest military. Who gives a fuck if they know? And they, I'm not going to share. So, so if you don't get nominated, you're not going to share your full-fledged plan? Yeah. You're Mr. Patriot? Yo. He said about Putin. If Putin says nice things about me, well, then I'll say nice things about you. This is not a patriot. This is a fucking piece of shit. This is not a a presidential cat. Fuck you, Donald Trump. Yo, all that rhetoric, all that racist bullshit. He said he prefers Putin over our current president. He prefers him over that. Now is the time to shit on the black guy. Now, Now is the time. Also, in defense of Hillary, because people are old Rappaport, you shouldn't be talking about politics. This is the same people that are saying like a culture vulture. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm talking about politics. Yeah, who are you? Fuck you. You vote for this lunatic. Colin Powell, a known proud Republican, he said, this is a fact. I don't talk no bullshit. I don't fact check. Colin Powell, he came out and he said, I too... Use private emails while I was while I was serving this country. Sometimes you can't use the different servers. Nothing was ever used against me. None of my information was ever used against me. I too use private emails. This is the big thing they want to hang on to about Hillary. I bet you all politicians have done this. They're gonna get the RNC tried to hate shame Clinton, saying she didn't smile enough. When, when, when she was talking about this, they want her to smile yeah. enough. Hey, they try to hate shame her. That's political science, bro. That's what it is. But when, when she was defending herself about the, about, the, about the emails, they're saying, oh, she should smile. Your man Trump, yo. He has no foreign policy. We're going to build that wall, yeah! Yo, I'm going to tell you another thing. You, you, you mentioned the mumblers. 
And and and, and this, this 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 why don't you just do this? I Since you're so cool. And since the, the, these new age hip hoppers, no, no, they're not. No, no, I want to say they're not. They, they, they say they're hip hop. Since you're so creative, and since you show no regard for the, the the forefathers of this 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 artistic culture, which I'm a culture vulture of. <laughs> why, if you're so creative and you you want to distance you, why don't you come up with your own title? Call it a different kind of music, right? If you think that what you're doing is so much better or so much different. Than what EPMD was doing, what Outcast was doing, MOP was doing, what Grandmaster. If since what that since that doesn't matter. Why if you're so creative, you guys, right? In your skinny jeans and your 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 dresses now. Yeah, now your dresses. Why don't you come up with a new? You can't even come up with a new title for your own music. Drag, drag hop. There it is. There it is. It's no yo. Don't don't you you're better than hip hop. Right. We are acknowledging that What you do is better than hip hop So why don't you just come out and call it Drag hop That's it yeah, and then 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 the old guys like us, the old forty six year old guys who I'll challenge any one of you to a race. <laughs> you want to race me a mile? I'll fucking race you a mile. You better be ready to run it in less than eight minutes. You fuck you. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Like old guys, I can still run a right. mile faster right. than you. Then we and I'm one have- of the slowest people you'll ever meet. Then we won't have no problem. Then we won't have no problem. Since since uh, uh, Brand Nubians is so inconsequential. Right. And that mumbo jumbo, magic trick, magic mic, dress drag hop you're doing is so good. Yeah. Yo, I heard. They have in the store. It has like reggae, jazz. They have alternative. fusion. Alternative. Dance hall. Ska. So if I look for Rakim or Big Daddy Kane, put that or, in hip hop, and right? then put the other one in drag. Right, hop. I shouldn't. I, your your name shouldn't be in that bin. No, and that's fine. That's fine. Exactly. And Amoeba Records, one of the last record stores, it has it. Indie rock, classic rock. Yeah, it'll have in the in the jazz section. It'll have fusion vocals. Right? Yep. Bebop. It'll yep. have all these. Yep. So why doesn't hip hop? Hip hop is one thing. Yeah. And now what you do is. Drag hop. End of end of subject. I wanted to give a, a follow up on to the, 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 the prankster. Cause we gave her the sick fuck of the week. It was a woman. Again, when you you know I, it's coming to, it's coming to, I'm coming to realize hundred percent. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, when we give a sick fuck of the week award and you look at the picture, they really do look like a sick fuck. But a few weeks ago, we mentioned about a woman on the subway. Turned out to be a 21-year-old, rather attractive-looking girl who opened a bag and jar of crickets on a crowded subway. Freaked everybody out because in this day and age, you don't know what the fuck is going on. That could be some... You don't know what it is. She's held on $5,000 bail. Actually, she's cute, but fucking nuts. So I wanted to let you know that the the cricket woman who stopped the train when it was going over, I believe, the Brooklyn Bridge, she's still locked up. She's got a husband and a mother and two kids. Damn. What a nut job. When you go on a a crowded train and throwing bugs all over people. She's and then she pissed herself. Remember this woman a few weeks ago? Yeah. She pissed herself. This this is somebody that needs to be committed, not made fun of. Put her in Bellevue. Yeah. Drag her off the train and put her in Bellevue. Right to Bellevue. Put a man diaper on her and put her in Bellevue. I got some man diapers. I got a whole box. I'm in remission now. I don't need my man diapers. Feel free to use them, Zeta Pug. Uh, I saw, I saw uh, that is a new album. Now that you was talking about uh, hip hop, well, drag hop. Um, this guy, some guy named Young Thug. Yes, and um, he said that he's he's neither male or female. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, they 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 labeled me when I was born as if the doctor had a personal beef with with you. He labeled you a male because when you came out, he saw the appendage that signifies this is a male. Right. He didn't have no beef with your mom, with your pops. You took it personal that he called you a male. See, this is a sickness, too. So he needs to go where the other lady go with the crickets. Right. Bellevue. Right. Right on First Avenue. How can you make a statement like that? You're not a good rapper anyway. If you got to come with gimmicks. 
Right. If you got to come with gimmicks, put on a dress. You come in with gimmicks, B. Where is the lines, punch lines? Mumbling so I can't hear it. Right, mumbling so I can't hear it. Right, so I can't understand what you're saying. Right, so you try to, you try to, you try to trick me with the beats. I can't figure out what you're saying. And then the sucker who's getting led by the leash is saying, "This is good. Right. Let's drag hop." We just, God damn it, we did it again. Drag, yeah, drag hop. Because the MC is now in drag. Yes, yes, that makes that makes perfect sense, uh, Mr. Moody. Uh, I don't know what this guy is. A dude in Long Island, Strong Island. Yeah. Brent Wood, EPMD, what up? Santos Torres. He attacked his ex-girlfriend's new lover with a machete. Yo, Duke. Damn. She, 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 she moved on, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Jealous. Why are you going after money with the machete? He, he's, not, he's just fucking something. He just bagged her. I mean, it's not him. He didn't rape her. He not going, it's not your girl no more. No, and you going after she? He cut money up and, and oh. centralized slip. Oh, that's K Solo shit. K S O L O. Shout out to K Solo. Word. One of my favorite rappers. Yeah. Who never really got the the, the 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 real shot. I don't know why. I know he was with Dre. One point he was with uh, out there with Erica Sherman and Parrish and the 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 the, terrorist, uh, the, yeah. uh, hit, the, squad. the hit squad out there in Long Island. All those dudes they had it on lock. K S O L O. Your mom's in my business. Yeah. She's in my business. An uh, unsung MC. Can't you see that your mom's in my business? Yes. So my man out there, he, he's locked up. He's scheduled to be arranged out in Central Islip. That's probably where they had K Solo when he when he uh, fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. Download on YouTube YouTube Fugitive by K Solo. Yes, you'll be the, pleased. Yes. Talks about the the cop Corky, and you'll understand everything he said. Oh yeah, he's great MC. <laughs> Uh, this is another thing. I want to give a shout out to these guys. I, I, I get this. I don't understand it, but I get it. Yo, man, I was reading the paper today, man. Uh, uh fact checking? No, reading the paper. Okay. Uh, and uh, an article, uh, Beyonce's sister, what's her name? Solange. Yeah. She says she went to a Kraftwerk concert, which I love Kraftwerk. Yeah. Uh, German cats and, um. She was at the concert. I guess they were standing up, you know, dancing, whatever. And some white people, I guess she said white women, told her to sit down. Right. Right. And she indicated that this is how we feel in white spaces. What, what is white spaces? That's, that's a new shit? That's, that's what she said. This is how we feel. Well, why Intimating was he- that she's scared. Now, this is the same person. That was beating a black man in the elevator. Jay-Z. Yeah. She wasn't scared of Jay-Z. Jay-Z's from, he's from Marcy. He's from the projects. You had no problem swinging on him repeatedly. Hove. And when you go to a concert, white ladies say, can you sit down? Because maybe they can't see. Did they, did they say, nigger, sit down? Or did they just say, sit down, we can't see? Or maybe they say, can you please sit down? Whatever. And you said, you, you intimated that this is how we feel in white spaces. Not me. We? We's encompassing. You're not talking about me. Why are you scared? What are you scared about? Leave the arena. And you had your man with you. Let your man handle that. But he wearing an orange suit. So, of course, he's not going to get any respect in the arena. Yo, what does she do anyway for her job? I don't know. Whenever there's a motherfucker like that, they always go, stylist. That's the easiest shit you could say. Right. Because you ain't got to check that. You just hanging with your sister. Right. And you, you like, fix the hair. She got a little hair in her face. You're right. Like, you plucking eyebrows and shit. Is she Stop, a, she's a stylist? I guess. Stop being scared. Yeah, what are you so scared You're not of? dealing with the white cats that your great-grandmother had to deal with. You're and not you, dealing with them. And you weren't scared of Hove. You, 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 had no, you had no issue with trying to punch this guy in his face for something you thought he did. Right. But they said, sit down. And you got petrified. Right. Get out of the arena. <laughs> All right, this is it. 
Football season is finally here, and it's time to put your fantasy knowledge to the test to win your share of a hundred grand in DraftKings free week one contest. That's right, DraftKings is hosting a free contest this weekend for a hundred thousand dollars in total prizes. DraftKings.com is the destination for week one fantasy football. One week fantasy football means no season long commitments. If you like it, keep playing. If you don't like it, Never play again or play in week seven or week four or week five. Just pick your contest, draft your players, and follow your team live. Play whenever you want with the players you want. You could have it your way. Renew old rivalries. Prove that you're the superior GM. Try 50-50 contest where the top half of all entries win cash. Okay? A 50-50 contest is where the top half of all the entries win cash. DraftKings even has contests exclusively for beginners. There's something for everybody at DraftKings. Hurry to DraftKings.com now. Use the promo code Rappaport and play for free in this weekend's $100,000 fantasy contest. This contest is 100% free, so there's no reason not to play. Again, the code is Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, to play for free for your share of hundred grand this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Eligibility and restrictions may apply. See the website for details. Yo, if you think I don't know about fantasy football and you want to dance with the dingo, if you think, oh, Rappaport, you know nothing. Your son picks uh, the teams for you. Oh, Rappaport, your son's friend picks the teams for you. Don't you have the 14-year-old picking the teams for you? Well, then step into the monkey cage. Come play me. You could play me for free or in a $5 league. It's your choice. We could do it just for shits and giggles, or you could put up the $5. Okay, you could spend your little pennies and come dance with me. Come on. Look me up. Rappaport's Delight. We have an I Am Rappaport League. You want to dance with the dingo? You think I'm a big blubber mouth who doesn't know anything about fantasy football? I'm taking I'm taking on 1,200 people already. It's the dingo versus 1,200 people. I'm knocking them down like dominoes, one after the other, after the other in daily fantasy football. This ain't no, uh, this ain't no promo. This ain't no, uh, I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm doing it for the love of the game. We could do it for free or play for $5 a head and you could win over $1,000. Look me up. Come into the monkey cage. I'm taking all comers. No Bruno. Radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. In New York, right here in New York during the summer, this is for real. There's a crew of dudes, three cats, that are going to Dwayne Reed's, CVS's, Rite Aid's, all the way from the Upper East Side, home of the Manhattan Gloom Tomb, right. down to Tribeca, stealing pints of Ben and Jerry's, Talenti, and Hagen dazs ice cream. I fucks with these guys. And you said Talenti was off the chain. Yo, these dudes have made off with over $1,000 of ice cream. They fuck with muscle milk. Energy drinks and all that, but they hit the ice cream section hard. I fucks with these guys. Yo, these dudes, this little ice cream crew, come to me, man. I'll buy that shit off you, man. (laughs) I like these dudes in New York. It's three men, ice cream bandits, they're calling them. Talenti is fantastic. Damn, if it got motherfuckers stealing ice cream, that's some shit. Yeah, I like these guys. Talenti should market that shit. They even steal our ice cream. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. This may go down as, a, as, a, as an emergency episode. It may go down as an urgency episode. But one thing I know it will go down as is a classic. Can I make one prediction? Yes. I got the New England Patriots not making the playoffs. That's all I want to say. Okay. They well, think- I, I have them making the playoffs and, and, and making it to the Super Bowl, barring any, any major injuries. Okay. Now, their guy Gronkowski, as we pointed out, he's not playing the first week. And they just announced it. He didn't get injured. They knew he wasn't going to play. They just announced it the day before because Johnny Mumblelips is not playing. Bel- Belichick. Uh, why, Mr. Belichick? Uh, huh? Huh? 
It's, just a, it's a very valid question. I work for ESPN. It's a very reputable sports news center. They should start calling them names. Hey, fuck. <laughs> I just asked you a simple question, dick face. Hey, asshole. DD. Disappointed Dunsky. That'll get his attention. That'll get your attention. Yeah. Get on that mean street shit. Um, I don't know what this will be. The fantasy football follies will break down all the fantasy, all the football, all the guys I dropped, all the ielloing, all the guys that chose to take a knee. I'm going to have my, my say in that too. You chose to take a knee. That's, that's your point of view. Yes. I chose to ielo you. That's, that's my point right. of view. Right. It's, it's America. We can do whatever we want. Right. In, with respect to one another. And anybody that got a problem... With any of the shit, I'm a culture vulture. Any of that, any of that, sl- any of that slick shit. Yeah. You, you, you Uber, you get on an Uber, go to 1560 East New York <laughs> Avenue, and you ask about me. And then hopefully the Uber will stay there for you because you <laughs> might not get it back. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. Another heat-seeking podcasting missile. I want to make a request. Oh, shit. Miles, lay out and let the drummer go and give me sticks. Mm. You know, you want to hear live drumming because we uh, we listen to a lot of this shit with the uh, drum machines and it has it's, it's plastic. Mm. It sounds plastic. So, Miles, there's some shit I made called sticks. Mm. Lay out and let the drummer go. Turn it up just a little bit for the people. A little bit louder. Some, 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 some people, they might want it a little lower. But other people, like, like give them the versatility to, to hear it in their headphones. Because yeah. I imagine most of the people listen to the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast in their headphones. Shout out to all the people on Twitter and Instagram that say uh, they love listening to us at work. We get all of it. You see us. We respond to almost everything we can. See Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. We're finally done. Peace.